welcome back to Bat Rankings Beyond. Ah. I, I remember it this time with my, with my member brain. I'm your head scientist, Ben Creighton. With me as always. Hey, it's Kenny Wendorski. We watched Deadman's Hand this week. Yes. Yes. It's a, uh, a, a villain, not a villain, it's a group of villains yep. that has not been in the Batman the Animated Series, but they are canon to comic books. Yes, uh, yeah, apparently, so it's a, it's a I, as we'll be introduced uh, to them, I was looking them up on, on the Wikipedia just to see, I was good podcast Ben for a change. Ooh. No Shrek today. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, apparently, occasionally they'll team up with the Joker because, yep. hey, thematic, cards. Playing, playing cards, yeah. Yep. But no Joker in this episode. No, no. If you, if you want to see some future Joker action, stick around. It is there. It's, uh, yep, we'll we'll get there. Actually, it was, um, come to think of it, it was in, in the last episode. We saw just the tiniest bit when uh, they're touring the Gotham Historic oh, District. that's right. There's yeah. a wanted poster mm-hmm. with the Joker's face mm-hmm. on it. It's pretty good. But, yeah. yeah, if you want to see what the Joker's been up to for the last 40 years, there's the return of the Joker. That's a good one. I say, ooh, I'm, I'm excited. But that's... Uh, going to be on the other end of Bat Rankings Beyond just before we move on to Murder, She Ranked. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, I uh, guess we'll, we're going to start this off. It is, um, gosh, how do we start this one? <laughs> I'm uh, glad so, you took notes. Yep. <laughs> so we open up on uh, this yacht party. Whoa. Free boat ride for three. With a bunch of, bunch of rich assholes. They're in their big yacht. This... Like, little guy in his little sailboat is getting caught in their wake. I wish it had been Bibbo, but Bibbo would be vi- Bibbo would be very old by the time this happens. That would have been so. nice. That would have been a fun Easter egg. Yeah, like like old man Bibbo with, yeah. like, with like a little Bibbo maybe Jr. Like a junior. Ah! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. It's just a guy. Yeah, and he's, he's like cursing at him, shaking his fist in anger, and mm. why I yada. Yeah, and they're laughing. <laughs> we're rich, so you're not going to feel bad when we get robbed in a second. Uh-oh, we're getting robbed in a second. Oh, Here no. comes the... Royal Flesh Gang! So it's these five uh, men and women, uh, each of whom uh, aligns with a playing card, a face card. Yes. We have uh, the king, done up like a a king. king. He's got a crown, sword. Uh, Queen, again, done up the same way, a little crown. She's got a scepter. Uh, The ace, who has... Who's a big, bulky, strong guy. Never says a word this entire episode. I guess these, um... I didn't even think about it until now, but the ace has a spade. The ace of spades! The ace of spades! Uh-huh. Uh, on his chest. So yeah. I guess that is the, the suit of royal flush that we've got today. Yeah. Uh, it's the only card I need, is the a- ace of spades. That's right. The ace of spades. And there's also a, I don't know, teenage boy, maybe not teenage, early 20s. Uh, yep. He's Jack. Yep, Jack. And then rounding out our royal flush is 10. Yep. Who is... Uh, uh, they've all got these like skin tight bodysuits, uh, mostly white. Ten is split down the middle, half white, half black. Yes, but full face cowl. Um, but you can tell that that ten especially is is a lady because she's young, she's attractive, she's a Bruce Tim design. <laughs> she's got lady parts. She's got lady parts, <laughs> and these suits are very tight. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're taking all the stuff like jewelry and cell phones and watches, yep. you know, expensive things. Yep, and Terry's at the docks just doing his Batman thing. He's already all suited up, and he sees this going down, and he's 
says over the radio to crusty old Bruce, bunch of playing card people. And Bruce says, oh, I know what this is. From your days? Yep, yep. That's from back in my day. <laughs> I like I'll, that. I'll yeah. exposition dump this later. Yeah. <laughs> in the meantime, go beat him up, please, Terry. And so he shows up, and uh, there's a fight that ensues. Uh, they Luckily, they're able to get away because uh, it's either save all these civilians from the boat yep. or chase after them because the boat's a sinking. Yes, the the queen sticks her little electro electro scepter thing into a power box that has the boat exploding and tilting, and you we get a little banter between her and the king, and the king is saying, "Oh, good, Batman's here." Apparently, the king has a personal grudge against Batman yeah. that nobody else really seems to share. The queen's like, "No, we got we got stuff. What can be turned into money?" Let's go. Let's go be rich, though. Yeah, I like that idea. Uh, so anyway, they're able to escape. Yep they they all fly. By the way, oh on yes, flying playing cards. Yeah, like <laughs> Silver Surfer. Uh, he's only they're flying playing cards. Yeah, or like the uh, the Bat Glider that the Bat Women's uh, rode, and that yeah. yeah. Uh, Terry, he's, you know, he's able to save the day, but he's like, I'm late for an appointment. Yep. Uh, Bruce wants him to come straight back to the Batcave and debrief. And Terry's trying to set some boundaries with his new employer. He says, no, I've been putting this off. I want to do it. I'm going to go dancing with my girl. So he shows up at the dancing place, the club, the juice bar. Yep. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's pretty. There's laser lights and disco balls and, and electronic music and Dana's out there dancing, but solo, and uh, Terry shows up. He's like, hey! And Dana's like, you know, she's mad. Yep, Terry's late. They were supposed to meet up earlier, and he didn't show up. And she says, you know what? At this point, I don't, I don't expect you to show up. You've stood me up so many times because of this dumb job of yours. I'm getting the impression that you're just not that interested in me. So I'm I'm going to go dance with myself. <laughs> and... You can go dance with yourself, and that's that's it. We're Splitsville. And Terry, he's going to fight for it, but then he's like, you know what? Screw this. Yeah. Bounces out of there, but he's been watched this whole time. Yeah, by a very young, attractive Bruce Tim designed uh, teenage blonde girl. She's wearing combat boots. She's got that whole, like, sexy goth yeah. schoolgirl thing going on. And- goth girls, goth girls. She says, "Yeah, hey, looks like you're striking out with uh, with your lady friend there. What if I gave you a big smooch?" And she does, and he's like, "Holy crap, this is going fast!" And she says, "This is how I live my life because I move around a lot." Yep. So we doing this or not? And yeah. she untucks his belt. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is a this is a children's uh, show. <laughs> But yeah, the, the the vibe you're definitely getting is that these are two young, attractive, and incredibly horny kids yes. that just met and hit it off and have a bunch of chemistry. And uh, Terry's like, well, I, it's going a little fast. Well, how about a date then tomorrow? Yeah, we'll meet right back here, midnight, on the dot. I will be there. Or be square. Let's do it. And yes. She's into it. They, they give a little smooch goodbye and... Agree to meet up the following night. And uh, so Terry goes to hang out with Bruce Wayne. Bruce is like, you're late. Yep. And they have a little argument. Terry says, well, my my, my girlfriend broke up with me. No thanks to you. And Bruce has zero sympathy. He says, don't be dramatic. You'll get back together. Yeah. Which <laughs> I'm on the one hand, Bruce is, well, we know he's right. Dana's going to be back. I don't think they get back together by the end of this episode. Uh, no. We'll see if they're still broken up. The next time she shows up, okay. but, but so on the one hand, yes, Bruce is correct. And also 
it's a high school relationship. Who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. And the answer is, well, Terry gives a shit because he is in high school <laughs> and he doesn't have that perspective. Yeah. And <laughs> you, you know what doesn't help to get through to horny, emotional teenagers? Telling him, you're an idiot. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Bruce isn't doing a, a great mentoring job this no. episode. He explains to Terry, though, about the, the gang. Yep. Rogue Flush Gang's been around for years and years. Yeah. Uh, they, they're family. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, as the family grows older, new kids are born and they join the gang and uh, recycle repeat. Yep. Uh, they, they consider themselves the aristocrats of crime. That's an interesting act you have there. What do you call yourself? And they say the aristocrats. Yes. And they, they, they were out of commission for a while. There's some we never get fully explained what specifically the grudge is between the king and Batman other than... Batman put a stop to their shenanigans, but now they're back. Yes. And uh, now we cut to uh, Melanie. That is the name of 10. Yes. So Melanie, Melanie Walker was the, the, the pretty young woman that, uh, that Terry got some smooches from. And it was pretty obvious right from the start that she was 10. But just in case you didn't think you didn't catch on, we get some bickering within the Royal Flush gang. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ten especially is is saying to the king, this grudge is stupid. We got lots of money. You're taking stupid risks because of this grudge against Batman. And the king saying, I am the king. Any man who must say, I am the king, is no true king. And you will do as I say. I am probably your father. I was was not entirely sure whether she is actually the king and queen's I think so. Yeah, I, okay. I I think she's at least the queen's uh, biological daughter. I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah, but they they go out on another heist. Uh, they're gonna steal steal a big jewel encrusted sword this time. Yes, apparently the sword it was uh, the suit before it became a spade. Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not, but oh yeah, yeah the the deck of cards has changed many times over the years. Uh, it's been some of the historical suits have been cups, uh, rods. Uh, but yes, swords was definitely one of them. Okay. So that's how Bruce knows that's what they're going to go for. And Terry says, well, they were stealing from boats before. Was yeah. that a, was, was that a suit? And <laughs> Bruce says, well, it was the yacht club. Hey, oh! <laughs> so does that mean they could have just as easily been stealing from the Elks club or the Rotary club or the Boy Scouts of America? <laughs> Maybe. There are lots of clubs. And apparently only one very valuable sword. And Terry rightfully so is like, I would investigate this if you had any evidence. But this is like, we are taking a big leap here. And uh, Bruce is like, just do it. Yep. Yeah. So Terry, (laughs) Terry goes off. He has another little run in with the Royal Flush Gang. And and this time we're we're noticing that uh, that 10 is a little reluctant. She seems to be indulging in fantasies of what if I just lived here in this city and was was a normal girl and could have a boyfriend? That would be nice. Yeah. Her heart doesn't seem to be in it. She's in charge of disabling the security system, uh, cut the wires, and uh, she she's told she has plenty of time. Take your time. Yep. We don't want to mess this up. But she's looking at her watch on her arm, and time's a ticking. She wants to go on that date. Yeah, so they have their, their little punch-up and... And yeah, they're not going to make that date. Midnight comes and goes. The the royal flesh gang takes a hostage, a security guard, mm-hmm. and uh, the king orders Jack. They're doing this big midair chase with Batman. The the hostage is on Jack's playing card, and the king says, "Drop the hostage." 
Jack's all about it, like, yeah, fuck him. I am Jack's smirking revenge. But everyone else is kind of like, no, murder. Yeah, especially <laughs> Ten is yeah. like, no, we are thieves. We are not murderers. That's crossing a line yeah. here. But uh, Jack does it, kicks him right off, and that's how they get away. Terry has to once again save the hostage. Uh, the guard got injured in the fall. Terry did save him, but it looks like he broke his leg. Yeah. Uh, so Terry has to take him to a hospital, and he looks at the time. It's well past midnight. Yeah, but he, he goes to the meeting spot anyway, and he's it's it's raining, and he it looks like he's not going to meet this like one-in-a-lifetime chance encounter with this hot girl who just gives him random smooches, and he's, yep. he's sad. But, of course, she was late for the same reason. And cue the most romantic <laughs> guitar music ever. Yeah, it's the the, uh, the the music in this scene, especially, is maybe a little heavy-handed. Yes, but this is just my my personal take. I think it fits for the story they're telling. They're angst teenagers. Yeah, and like, it's raining, and they're hormonal. It's it's funny, you know. The first time I saw this episode as a hormone-addled teenager myself. I kind of wasn't into this whole thing. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Jack off motion. Because <laughs> I was too close to it. Yeah. Whereas looking back with with the benefit of years, it's like, yeah, no, that's just... it's <laughs> Yes, it's schmaltzy because that's how it feels when you're that age. Yeah. And God damn it, you just want a bone so bad. <laughs> so they go on their, their dates. Yeah, they walk in the park. They see the sunrise together and sort of bond over mostly Melanie's woes of yeah we move around all the time I never get to know anyone I'm probably only going to be here in town for like a week this sucks but can I see you again tomorrow night sure that'll be the third date Yay! we all know what happens <laughs> then <laughs> uh, so yes they do agree to it yep. uh, but uh, it's not going to happen obviously because uh, the royal flush gang the king is all mad I am the Yep, uh, Melanie throws a bit of a tantrum, says, screw this family, screw this whole crime thing, I'm walking out, I'm out of here, and the, the queen, she knows, she's been there, Yeah, she says, what's going on, is it a boy, yeah. yes, and why didn't you introduce us, because he's probably not into crime, yeah. <laughs> so See? you need to find yourself a good, upstanding criminal boy, yeah, and you can come bring him into the family, and he'll be your crime king. But that's all going to be in the future. In the meantime, you want to come do crimes with us tonight, honey? Come on. Why, why break this up? We got a good thing going. So they go she do says crimes. yes. And we get a very similar scene with, with Bruce and Terry. where uh, But Terry stands his ground. He says, look, man, I know you think they're going to go for another heist tonight, but you've got nothing concrete to go off of. I've got plans. Call me when you've got something concrete, but I need to have a life. Yeah. And, man, Bruce plays every trick in the book. Uh, he says Batman would go out there. Yeah. Because <laughs> he knows that from just last episode, Terry puts a lot of stock into this is, you know, he probably doesn't think of himself as Batman in his own head, but this is a new identity a new role in the world that, as a very young man, he's trying on. He says, uh, one night won't make a difference. And Bruce gets mad and says, one night always makes the difference. Uh, it might be just one night for you, but to someone else, yep. that could be the, the difference between a whole brand new life. 
Yep, and yeah, Bruce gets right up in his face, grabs him by the lapels, and this this reminded me of the scene with Terry and his bio dad yes. in the pilot where they, they get mad, Terry shouts and punches the wall and walks out. Terry very much storms out. He's like, you just want me to be a lonely asshole like you. I'm not, I'm going to go get laid, goddammit. And so he runs off and he calls Melanie. Melanie says, you, we got to break up. Yep. And Terry's like, this doesn't sound right. And and Melanie's like, you, we got to. Uh, it's just not going to work. It's not you, it's me. Yep. <laughs> it's what? so... She hangs up, but Terry's like, that sounded forced. So he uses a Gotham City Police Department scanner? It's Yeah, it's like a kiosk. Like a, I'm guessing this is the future version of like the police box that yeah. Doctor Who flies around in. I don't know. He puts his cell phone in there, and it's able to star 69 yep. where <laughs> Melanie's uh, phone call came from. And so thinking she's in danger, he dresses up like Batman and goes there. Yeah, but what does he find but... The Royal Flush Gang's headquarters with all their stolen loots. And he goes, ah, fuck, I'm dating a supervillain. God damn it. God damn it. And yeah, uh, the the Royal Flush Gang, they walk in. Uh, obviously, something's wrong because there was a booby trap that went off. Yeah. A little minor explosion. Take a shot. It still counts. Enjoy it. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, they show up and they, they did perpetrate a crime that night. And the king's even saying, Batman didn't show up. I wanted to murder him with my special death card. Woe is me. Hey, oh. there's Batman. I'm a murderer with my special death card but Terry knew there was a coming and he set up home alone traps yeah and plus he's got his camouflage doohickey that's yep. fun there's a fight we find out that the big uh, uh, spade guy is actually a robot did, did we definitively find that out I think out? he gets a cut on his and there's some circuitry there okay yeah I wasn't sure if that was meant to be like he's a robot inside or if it's just that their suits much like the bat suit are like electronic strength enhancing oh. Oh, I could see that, uh, but to me, it's it felt like that's okay. a robot. Yeah, I I thought he was a robot too, but I wasn't sure if that was from this episode or if I was remembering it from a future episode because I think they do show up at least once more in Batman Beyond, and I know they show up in Justice League. Okay, but, but uh, yeah, there's fights. Jack's yep. fighting. Uh, everybody's fighting. <laughs> yep. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wee, wah, woo. <laughs> yeah, Terry takes out the queen and the jack pretty easily because he set traps. He, uh, I like the way he takes out the ace. He uh, rocket boot punches oh. him down an elevator shaft and then chucks a grenade after him. Yeah. So uh, if if I... Well, we, we see that he's all right later on. But uh, yeah, he. I guess Terry must have known that he was a robot because can't can't be doing that to a flesh and blood human. Yeah. But... Uh, it, it all winds up with a, a big fight between Terry and the King. Uh, Melanie slash Ten shows up. Of course, Terry knows who she is. She doesn't know who Batman is. But he's trying to be like, no, please just please just yeah. get out of here. I don't want to. But he has to take her in. And to Terry's credit, he does take her in. He just doesn't, doesn't just give her a smooch and let her go. I made that like, joke with Sarah later. You know, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, he still is in his Batman gear. Yeah. And uh, one by one, they're hauled off into a, a cop, uh, you know, van. Yep. And uh, he shows up as Terry yep, to and... look on and see what's going on. And Melanie sees him looking at her and feels great shame. Yep. And crusty old Bruce shows up to commiserate with Terry Terry apologizes for the harsh words and says, man, anything like this ever happened to you? 
<laughs> Bruce says, let me tell you about Selena Kyle and how I gave her preferential treatment because I wanted to have sex with her. Yeah. <laughs> and thus ends Dead Man's Hand. Yep. Kenny, does this episode hold up? It does. This is a good one. It's got a lot, a uh, lot going on, a lot of components in this one. It does, but I, I never felt like it felt overstuffed. Mm-mm. It was, yeah, lots of, lots of big action set pieces, but it made plenty of room for those character moments. That's, that's what I crave. There's a lot of interesting choices with music. Obviously, yeah. we made fun of the, uh, the yeah. rock and tu- rock and roll guitar. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the love theme featuring <laughs> Terry and Melanie. But there's a really interesting. Uh, exposition music when he puts his phone into the the gotham city mm-hmm. police box thing and it's analyzing where the phone call came from it's it's very beautiful i uh yeah. i don't know it's a little haunting because it you're putting the pieces together and you're finding out oh he's about to find out yep. the truth and, about melanie and you see his face reflected in almost half silhouette in mm-hmm. the device's screen yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a good little moment so. and I, I really like the way we're developing once again the bruce and terry relationship i think is the heart of this show yeah he's never had a no i take that back i was gonna say he's never had a son yeah to talk about these things but we've never had bruce say Hey, let me tell you about a girl I used to date, which is something that I, as a, as you know, talking to my own father, it's mm-hmm. kind of fascinating to like, what were you like in high school? Yep. <laughs> am, am I going to be awkward and, and weird? And then you, to have your father say, so this is how things progress when you get older. And yeah. I like that moment. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, you. I, I know you remember, I'm sure, quite well. When I was in high school, my father and I had a very troubled relationship because you were the friend that I would commiserate yeah. with after we'd had a big fight. And we've our relationship has gotten... Well, it, it kind of had to get worse before it got better, honestly. Yeah. But it's gotten much better in recent years. Uh, as, as Dad gets older and I also realize he's not going to be around forever, if I want to have those good conversations with him, now's the time. Yeah. And you know, just the other day we were having uh, uh, we were having uh, dinner, and I was sharing with him. You know, I do the respite care thing, mm-hmm. and I'm about to go back to school for it. And I shared with him, yeah, I'm kind of mildly terrified about this whole thing because I'm committing to this path that's a very difficult life path. It's I'm never going to be rich doing it, um, and I'm just and there there are ethical issues to be dealt with. And I'm just, I'm afraid that a year into this two-year program or a year into being in this field full-time instead of just as a weekend thing, I'm going to realize I can't handle it and that I've, and yeah, it's that I'm just, I'm making a big mistake and it's all going to go wrong. And he just kind of looks at me and nods and says, yeah, maybe you are. It's, you know. And fuck if dad doesn't get it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Because that's what it all comes down to it. Yeah, maybe I am, but. What are you going to do? Just Yeah, I mean, you, you figure out your own path. Yeah, so um, I, I very much appreciate having that, uh, having that paternal, uh, paternal figure in my life. For me, it's watching. Uh, I have a lot of questions about my kids, and oh, my man. dad. Yeah. Is, he's been he's, there. He's there, been there, done that. He yep. knows diapers. He knows yep. the, the, you know, how a child, when they're supposed to learn how to speak. Uh, when they're supposed to be out of diapers, things like that. Questions that I'm too embarrassed to ask on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to ask my old man. Yep. Hey, just out of curiosity, did I do this at age three? So, <laughs> yep. 
And I think this is a relationship that they did some with uh, Batman and and Tim, uh, not Tim Drake, but uh, Dick Grayson. Uh, Some when he was Robin and more so when he became Nightwing. Um, But it was always like they would do one episode of that and then 10 or 20 would go by before they ever dealt with it again. Yeah. I really like being able to re-explore a relationship like that in a more serialized format where every episode builds on the last one. Yeah. I think they're doing a great job and it's, you can definitely tell that Bruce is learning from the mistakes that he made with Nightwing too, Mm -hmm. because that when he was very dismissive early in this episode, that's still kind of the mode that he defaults to. Mm -hmm. But I think back when he was with Nightwing, he would never break out of that. That was just the face he put on. And now he's learned like, okay, I need to take a step back and think about what he needs now. And I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see how much we appreciate this episode with science. Yeah. yeah. I'm a disciple of science. All right. Reginald, fire up them bad boys. Yeah. Now, uh, everybody's got, uh, you know, we've got our, our paternal relationship with our with our co-son and uh, manservant, Reginald. <laughs> Are you doing all right, Reggie? He's not in his head. No. Okay. <laughs> Wait. What? <laughs> well, oh, de- all right. Well, that's. Is it? Do you need help right now, or can we finish? Okay. He's nodding. Yes. We can finish the show, and we're gonna sit down with Reggie to see what's on his mind. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, in the meantime, I think we better get those lab coats on. But let's take those pants off. Woo! All right. Fire up the RNGesus. Yep. We got our big master list here. It's got seven episodes. Lucky yeah. number seven. Rebirth, Shriek, Meltdown, Blackout, Golem, Matlock the Judge Heroes. All right. All right. <laughs> that one was a little, uh, the, uh, the science machine, which is definitely not my phone. It is a big no, no, no. mainframe, but it, I tilted it. It, it takes it, up half the room. Yeah. And you know how when you tilt the science machine... The, it, it, it goes to the side and yes. then you tilt it back up. Yeah, I was trying to, like, read it with my head tilted. It was yeah. weird. Oh, yeah. yeah. The science machine is not my phone. I can't stress that enough. No, no, no. no this it's is... a different... Don't worry about it. Did you ever see the, the, the movie Hidden Figures? The big no. computer? Anyway, it's a big computer. It's a big computer. And you should watch that movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, is this episode Deadman's Hand better or worse than number six? Matlock, the judge. I think it is better than I, Matlock. I concur. I got <laughs> Thanks, Orange Jesus. Yeah, that was fun. That was a fun little nitbit. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Maybe if, if Matlock had really explored the troubled relationship with his daughter in that episode, maybe we'd be singing a different tune. But, but we didn't get that. Yeah, as we all know, that didn't really that relationship didn't really take off until season three of that's Matlock. A, yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yep. Is Deadman's Hand better or worse than number five, Golem? Yes. Yes, better. We we deal with something sort of similar. Yeah, a little father-son thing there. Uh, but, and, uh, and a love story of yeah. sorts. But this has done so much better. Yeah, I, I think it both ends of it. The father-son thing and the love story. I mean, I don't, even love story might be overstating it. Yeah. Because it was... It's an infatuation. Crush. Okay, yeah, yeah, but I... But it captured that, like, moment of, of just intense teenage longing very well. But this one's cool, with cool yep. set pieces. Yep. Nobody was Carrie in this one. Nope. 
There were no DBZ auras. I think I said Christine in yep. the previous one. And as I re-listened to it, I was like, fuck. <laughs> Wrong Stephen King. <laughs> yeah. Th- look, Stephen King's written a lot. He's of- got a lot of books. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, mistaking Stephen King books for other Stephen King books is something I won't the stand for. Hey! hey oh, oh, we got so I'm sorry, I can't be your The Shining Light of good ah, puns anymore. God, don't boo us. They brought tomatoes? Oh, oh. no. They're going to bury me in that pet cemetery. Oh, ah, we don't want that. Don't bury us down there. Something, something, Dark Tower. Anyway. Gunslinger. Yeah. Uh, but boy, we started uh, not quite at the very bottom, but we've just been going up one each time. Yeah. Is Deadman's Hand better or worse than number four, Blackout? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. I, I kind of think on that one, but yes. Yeah. Blackout was very stylish. I think it might have had the the edge. This one had very good big set pieces. I think I'm but... more entertained by Blackout. Mm-hmm. But I think this was the better episode. Yeah, definitely storytelling wise, one hundred percent. I get that way with the the, the Christopher Nolan movies of Batman. Mm-hmm. Like I know the Dark Knight is considered the best of that trilogy, mm-hmm. but I watch Batman Begins the most of those three movies. That's the one I like to watch the most. Uh, yeah, I I think that one's a little more digestible. Dark Knight is a great Batman movie, but also it's long yeah. and it's heavy. And it, and it is better. Yeah. But, it is. But it's, sometimes you're in the mood for for just a little, little snackable Batman. Exactly. Yeah. Always comes back down to food with us, doesn't it? Yeah, well. <laughs> it <laughs> really <right>. does. <laughs> I'm sorry to our listeners. You know, we, we just, we like food. I, we do. I work at a restaurant. I'm it's sorry. true. I work as a cook there during we the go. week. All right. Is Deadman's Hand better or worse? Again, bumping up one more. Better or worse than number three, Meltdown. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to concur. I, I cared more. Ironically, it's it's barely introduced, but I cared more about Melanie and Terry's relationship than I did with uh, uh, Victor Freeze and his uh, relationship with the evil, yeah, evil hot scientist. scientist. Yeah. yeah. She was such a, a cipher of a character. She was just kind of, you know, who she reminds me of. Oh God, who was the who was Thorns? Uh, uh, oh, noir. oh no, what was her name? Oh, Candace. Thank you. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, she Blast was from the past. Yeah, she was like Candace from the future. I love yes. it. Yes. Yeah. I, I do have a I do have a soft spot for those uh, those femme fatales. Yeah. But but I liked I. Mel- the Melanie crush relationship, whatever you want to call it, could easily have been like, what's her name? Kathy DQ from the, the mystery of the yeah, Batwoman. Yeah. Like, eh, she's the girl of the week. Who freaking cares? And it's like, I don't know why I liked it so much, but they, it was just really well done. Yeah. Well, I think they crammed, like I said, there's a lot in this episode. A yeah. lot of moving components. And it's all done very well. Yeah, yeah. They do a lot with the screen time they give her. And I, I think it does help, too, that Terry is in high school. Yeah. So that behavior of falling head over heels for somebody you just met makes more sense for him yeah. than a Bruce Wayne who should be over this shit by now. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, we get it. She's hot. Take a cold shower, right. old man. <laughs> <laughs> Right. In that case, is Deadman's Hand better or worse? Again, bumping up one each time. Then number two, Shriek. Yes. Yeah. I think so. I think it's closer. 
Because it's still... It's a little bit more... There's heart. Yeah. There's heart and shriek, too. That's between Terry and Bruce. Yeah, I think... Ironically, I think I like the opposite thing about them. I like in Shriek that we're seeing them start to work well together, start to trust each other. But I think if that had been it, it might have been just a little too smooth. I think you need to have those those bumps in the road mm-hmm. towards a good working relationship. Yeah. So I, I think they're almost like two halves of the same whole. And it's really cool that we got to do them as a double feature in yeah. this recording session. But... Yeah, I, I like seeing them overcoming the difficulties yeah. of working together. Okay. All right, so that means we have but one decision left to make. Is Deadman's Hand better or worse than the big numero uno, Rebirth? I'm, I'm still going to go with Rebirth. I'm going to concur. Okay. Yeah. Rebirth, Rebirth had it all. It was, it was big. It had, the, it had the tragedy. It had Bruce and Terry sort of learning to work together. It set up so much cool stuff for later. It really did. The in, I don't know if you would call it the uh, background layers or, or the, the cityscape of Gotham yep. of the future. Yeah. It's so cool looking. It had a lot of heavy lifting to do to introduce this new world. Yeah. And I think it did it all very efficiently and very well while still telling a good story. At, at no point did it sort of like that third episode of the Superman pilot where it's like, okay, now it's just a Superman adventure. Right. It, it never hit that point where it's like, okay, now it's just a standard Batman adventure. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to concur. Okay. Mark well, it down. Yeah, marking it down. That's our new number two for the second week in a row. Deadman's Hand, just below Rebirth and just above Shriek. All right. And let's see what fate has dealt us hey! oh, for next week in our oh. Dumb Cancel Show. <laughs> I was trying to think of other Stephen King books, but we kind of moved on. Yep. So. <laughs> uh, we've got The Winning Edge. Do you remember this episode? Yeah. Sports. Your sports team is vastly inferior. Sports. sports. It, it is sports. It is Bane. I don't remember Bane. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember this one. Uh, there, the the Venom substance is ah, coming up again it's as a like steroid a, for the sports stars. Exactly. Ah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we're we're gonna be visiting another old face from the Batman's Rogues Gallery. Okay. But that'll be for next week. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me at Wyski TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter or twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. You can watch me play Link to the Past real fast. Lately, I've been playing Final Fantasy VI again, which I know is a series you never really got into. No, no mm. the only one I ever played was seven. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, uh, you don't know this girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sam, if you're listening, which you probably aren't, congratulations on your baby girl, Aerith. Ah! Yes, she oh. had a little girl, named her Aerith. And... I see, so she grew up with the version of Aerith that sounds like it's a lith. See, when I was growing up, she was named Aeris, but oh, really? it, it turns out that was a translation thing. So and it so was in, in subsequent versions of the character, they pronounced it like Aerith, which I think may be more accurate to the Japanese, but sounds a little silly. Well... Congratulations, Sam, on your beautiful baby girl, Harris. Congratulations. Absolutely. And congratulations. I don't know. I thought I had something. Congratulations to you if you tune in next week. All right. Bye. Bye, everybody.